So this morning, as we prepare our hearts for a time of communion, just at the conclusion of the service, I want us just to consider this morning a life laid down. What it means to lay down our lives for others as Jesus has called us to and what it, what it means that Jesus has laid his life down for you and me by dying on the cross. John 15, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love, and if you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Now that's, listen, now that sounds good and that preaches good, but that's lived out at a whole nother level. That we are called to love each other as Christ loved us. That means that we sacrifice. That means that we lay down our lives for each other to the point of complete surrender and sacrifice. And that's a lot easier to, to say than to do. But Jesus says this, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for his friends. First John three sixteen. this is how we know what love is that Christ Jesus laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and our sisters. A life, a life laid down. I met with a a man this week. We were having coffee at a local Starbucks and and, uh, he was telling me his story, how he came to Christ. He was someone who was gifted in business and made a bunch of money in his younger years and so he was just unsatisfied with what was happening in his life. He had friends, he had money, he had things. And so he'd work for a while and he'd travel and he'd explore the world. And he'd experimented with all kinds of different religions and new age and different philosophies. And he tried almost anything. He was living with some roommates and he said to them one day, he said, there's this church I keep driving by on my way to work. And so he told me he would drive by the same street on the way to work every day. And he'd see this little obscure church building. And he thought to himself, one of these days I need to go in there and check it out. So he said to his roommates, hey, I'm going to check out Christianity now. And so they're looking at him going, well, he's done everything else. He's been, he's been you know, into all kinds of crazy spiritual things. So yeah, take your kick at the can with Christianity. So he went into this church. He heard a preacher preached a sermon. He said everything was, it was okay. Music was kind of okay. But he said he responded when the preacher said, would you like to give your life to Christ? So he came to the front to receive prayer. The Holy Spirit uh, hit him and he ended up landing on the ground and he encountered the love of God, the healing power of God in a supernatural way uh, that he had never experienced in his whole life before. And he had a a supernatural, life-transforming encounter with God. I'll tell you what the most relevant thing is. Now, we seek to be relevant in our communication of the gospel. But the most relevant thing that will ever happen to any one of us is a supernatural, real encounter with the Holy Spirit personally in our lives. That changes a person. So he was changed. He got up off the ground. And he said, from that day forward, he said, I decided to surrender my life completely to Christ because God made himself so real to me. And so to this day, he was sharing with me how his, his wife and his family, they're, they're in business, but they're, they've surrendered their lives completely for the sake of the gospel. He says, we're stepping out in faith. We heard it from Richie and Chelsea again, another step of faith. 
They stepped out to start a church. They're now stepping out again, laying down their life. This is what it means to follow Jesus. A life laid down. And we come to a place in our lives often where we, we hear those words, but they're so much harder to live out because we all like to have control of our own lives. But true Christianity, real Christianity, is dying to ourselves and finding life in Christ as we lay down our lives, as Christ modeled for us. Paul said in Romans that in view of God's mercy, he said, therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. In other words, he is saying to them, in view of what God's done for you, with a picture in mind that Jesus died, he laid down his life for you on the cross, the only reasonable thing that we could do is lay down our lives. The only reasonable thing that would make sense that Jesus went to the cross and showed and expressed his love for you and me, that the most reasonable thing we could do is offer our bodies and offer our lives and offer everything we are to lay down our lives for the gospel, for the cause of Christ, for one another. That we would be like Jesus as he's called us. Paul then says in Galatians, let's look at this. He said, this is how he said in Galatians, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. Now, this is a very extreme kind of picture and language that we see here. But I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live. But he says, but Christ lives in me. In other words, Paul is saying, that guy I used to be, I'm no longer that guy. I'm dead. That person now is dead. Do you know that the person you used to be, it's, he's dead. She's dead. And when you live for Christ, you say, I, I used to be that person. Now, Paul was a pretty bad guy. He was breathing murderous threats and, and, and persecuting Christians. He was like, in that day, he was almost like ISIS. I mean, it was bad news. Like Paul was, was really extreme and radical and God got a hold of him and Jesus, he encountered Jesus and kind of like the friend of mine that I had coffee with, he, he, he had an encounter, a personal encounter with a living God. He got up and he said, that used to be me and now I'm living my life and therefore my life is fully surrendered to Christ and I'm laying down my life for Christ. He says, the life that I now live in body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Here's just a few things I want us to consider as we consider how Jesus laid his life down for us and how he calls us to lay our lives down for each other, for the gospel. First of all, you're not the person you used to be. I want to just encourage you and remind you this morning that as in Christ, you are no longer that person. Are you thankful that the, the, the sin and the, and the disobedience and the failure of even yesterday, that it's gone, it's in the past, that you are not that person any longer through Christ and because of his blood, as you come to a place of repentance and you come to a place of saying, God, I need you, I need your grace. How many are thankful that you're set free from the past and you're not even that person you used to be? And when you've come to Christ, when you've surrendered your life to Jesus, that old person is gone. It's dead. You're not the person you used to be. And this morning, God wants to remind you of that, that you're no longer controlled by your habits. You're no longer controlled by the things of the past. Sometimes you might struggle. Sometimes there's a process of sanctification where that old person comes back knocking on your door, reminding you of who you used to be. And sometimes you even 
fail and you fall into sin and you get involved in some of the patterns of the past. But friends, I want to hear, I want you to hear this this morning. Jesus has come to set you free, not just to forgive you of your sin, but to set you free from that old person that you used to be, from the power and the control of sin in your life as you come to a place of surrender. My grandfather, when he first came to Jesus, he, he was invited to a revival service way back in the day. And he got so excited. He got saved. He gave his life to Jesus. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. And he was so excited. He didn't know any better. Nobody, there was nobody to disciple him. Nobody told him anything. But he went home. He got so excited. He was an alcoholic. And he was a chain smoker. Uh, the chain smokers. And he, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and he was an alcoholic and a chain smoker. And he... He, he was so excited that he found Jesus, he said, I'm going to drink to my salvation. <laughs> so he poured, some, he poured a drink, he took one sip, spit it out. He lost the taste for it instantaneously. He said, well, then I can, I can smoke. So he lit up a big stogie and he said, I'm going to smoke to my salvation. He took a couple of puffs. God delivered him instantaneously. He realized in that moment because he encountered the living God, I am not the person that I used to be. I used to be this person in bondage and in fear and in chains, but God has set me free. This morning, I want to speak deliverance over your life today. Some of you this morning, you've been struggling with that old person, that old man, that old woman that keeps knocking and rapping on your door. And in the name of Jesus, I speak deliverance and freedom over your life today that you don't need to be controlled by who you used to be, that you can be a person that lays down your life for the gospel. You will only find life as you die to yourself. You will only find life as you surrender to Christ. You aren't who you used to be. Secondly, Christ lives in you. It is Jesus Christ who lives in you. You think about that. That is the King of Kings. Like Richie said, it's the Holy Spirit now. Jesus now. The Spirit of Jesus. The Holy Spirit has come to live and reside in you and to empower you and to baptize you and to fill you and to anoint you to live this life out. And Jesus said, I'm going to go, but I'm sending my Spirit. And it's Christ in you. It's His Spirit. It is the Spirit of, of Jesus, the Holy Spirit that is with us today, that is empowering us to live this life you don't have to live in your own strength. You were never called to. But Jesus is here today to empower you. Christ lives in you. And you can be more, you're more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. You don't have to live in that old place, but you can surrender your life. And then finally this morning, you can live a life of faith, love, and sacrifice. You can live a life laid down. You can live a life laid down. This is what Jesus said in Matthew 16. Then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must first deny himself and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life, watch this, will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. This is radical truth and this is Christianity. This is what it means to follow Jesus. It's about you and me dying to ourselves daily. If we want to find life, we got to surrender our lives to Christ. Listen, in this world of alternative facts and fake news, we have the truth of Jesus Christ. We have the truth of God's word. And it does not make sense to the normal Canadian mind because our mind says if we want to find life, we got to figure it out on our own. But Jesus says if you want to find true life, you got to surrender. you got to die to that person you used to be and let Jesus then raise you up, the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, that he can raise you up in newness of life and in the power power of the Holy Spirit. Listen, this morning, God wants to remind us that he's calling us to live a life laid down, 
to live a life that is surrendered to him. And I'm going to ask at this point for Michael to come back and for the communion servers just to prepare themselves as we prepare ourselves to, to look at the cross again today of Jesus Christ who laid down his life for you and me. Philippians says that our attitude should be the same as Jesus Christ, having the same mindset of Christ who being the very nature of God. He did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but rather he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. That Jesus himself showed us the way. He showed us what it means to find true life. And it was about him dying to himself. This morning, what does it mean for you to allow the Holy Spirit to live in you at a new level? I believe it means dying to some things in your life. You've been holding on to certain things. You've been holding on to certain patterns or it could just be mindsets, could be attitudes, could be choices, could be sin, could be other things that you just say, if I let go of that, and they've become like little comfort blankets for you or things that you think, well, if, I, if I just kind of keep this in a little area of my life, and Jesus says, if you die to that, you're going to find life. If you die to those things, you're going to find such life as you surrender wholeheartedly to Christ, a life laid down. That's why when Richie and Chelsea come and they stand up and they say, look, this is what God's doing. There's miracles, there's signs, there's wonders. There's people finding Christ. There's purpose. Like my friend I met in the coffee shop, God's blessed this couple and they're stepping out in faith and there's people coming to Christ and they're not even necessarily full-time pastors. They're, they're kind of business people, yet they got this call in their life. They realize that their whole life is about being laid down for Christ. And so what is it this morning that you need to lay down at the cross? What is it this morning that God is speaking to you about even right now saying, lay down that burden, lay down that hurt. Some of you have been wounded. Some of you have been hurt. Some of you have come to a place in your life where you just need to lay it down at the cross again today. And so I'm going to ask at this time that the servers come with communion and they're going to pass it through the rows. You're, you're going to receive an emblem of bread. And you're going to receive a cup. And I'm just going to ask you just to hold the communion and to partake. Uh, just in a moment, we're going to do that together. Communion is for those who have surrendered their lives to Christ, who are clear about their relationship with Jesus. And so if you are a follower of Christ today, we welcome you to this table. If you have not yet, listen to me, if you have not yet made a decision to surrender your life to Christ, we would invite you to this table if it's in your heart today to say, God, I want to give you my life. The Bible says you call on the name of the Lord, you can be saved. You would be welcome today. But it would be in a place of surrender where you say, God, I want to give my life to you. If not, feel completely free not to participate without a sense of being uncomfortable. But this morning, this communion, we need to understand that it was Jesus who laid down his life. And if you this morning as a follower of Christ would say, Lord, I want to I want to come to the cross and I want to again lay down my life for you. I believe this morning you're going to find life. You're going to find healing. You're going to find forgiveness. And so Michael's going to lead us and then we're going to move through a time of sharing the communion together.